Welcome back. Welcome back to Pop Opinion. Pop Opinions. Episode 72. That was last week. 73. See, a good a good producer would just edit that out, but I think it's more fun that you like sung it with confidence and got it wrong. Yes. I wouldn't say I sang it with confidence, but I did sing it just to add a little merriment to it because I don't know why I can't remember. Well, I know why I can't remember because I can't remember like yesterday. So yeah, you also probably don't remember that you weren't talking about this. So it's just out of context. <laughs> What's that? Oh, I thought you talking about what you were trying to look up. Yeah, no, I was. Yeah, I know that there's like a big movie that is now was put on one of our streaming devices, but I can't remember even what movie or what stream. But I remember seeing it today and being like, oh, great. I don't have to go to the theater to see that movie because now they put it on blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Maybe Prime. We should do like a memory challenge. Oh, it'd be so great because I have the worst. Whenever we watch any of those shows too, like Amazing Race or anything, I'm always like, if it's memory, it has to be you that would have to do that challenge if we went on that show. No. Because I know. The fact that I learned Braille though, and I remember it, and we've been through pandemics where I'm not always using it. I mean, now that I'm back at work and I'm using it, but yeah, the fact that I still can remember though, it impresses me. I mean, I don't remember everything. But I remember like the main stuff. Maybe because I did it for like six months, like every day. Yeah, yeah you did. You went really hard with that. I did. I wanted out so badly. Anyways. Uh, today we're going to talk about uh, what? I don't know. You sound very monotone and like not very excited. Jack, how are you doing? I'm good. I didn't know if we did that first or if I said what we were talking about first. <laughs> so I just kind of went with you it. You just went with it. All right. Go ahead. Uh, we're going to talk about the Oscar nominations and BAFTA. Yes. That's well, BAFTA is just a quick, I just have one quick thing to say about the BAFTAs. So you printed out a whole. Well, book, I just want booklet. it because I'm going to watch them. Oh. So I wanted the list for when I do watch them because I actually, it's, this might be controversial, but I actually like the BAFTAs a little bit better now. Like I like what they nominated. I don't know how to describe it. I don't know. I'm I'm down with the BAFTAs this year though. Yep. Been with an Oscars host? Um, is there a host yet? They're, no, they haven't named it yet. Yeah. Or her. That's that, right. I meant to say them, but they haven't named the individual uh, yet. Uh, per- I don't even want to say person because it could be a dog. I don't know. It'd be kind of cool. A cartoon character. I don't know. Could be anything. It'd just be barking the whole time. Right. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we're going to do Oscar noms, BAFTA. I'm going to talk about how I watched Deadpool. Yes. No. Guys, this is, it was, so we watched it Saturday and Jack and I did not talk about it. I swear on everything. We just like the movie ended and we just, we parted ways and I haven't asked him anything. So it is like when, whatever you hear, I'm hearing at the same time and I am on pins and needles. I can't wait to hear what you thought because yeah, I just can't wait. Uh, we also have our top 100 movie challenge finale. Aw, Lord so of the Rings. Sad. I have to end it off with a long one. Yes. Very, Aww. very long movie. Long movie. 
uh, and then we are going to do a signatures of first time or child actors. Yeah. Their first roles, first movies. Yeah, I think that's a good one. One of us came a little more prepared than the other. Listen, I researched this. I just didn't, there was nothing that really, like the ones I, I picked are the ones I really like or they stood out to me. So I didn't realize we were going to have like over 20. I'm like, I have like six. I don't know. But I think like once we get going, I might think of more. But I really did think like as soon as we pick our topic, I like think about it on the weekend. And I just I don't know. Have you started with the Marvel movies yet? I wrote it down that that's what I am to do for next week. Is that what we're doing next week? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Because it's good. I need to be pushed to do it. Yeah. It actually just made my stomach flip just even thinking about it. Just because like I can't I don't know how you distinguish like. Like, I feel like all most of my movies are going to be in the top tier. Like, it's just going to be like all of them. I want them all there. Anyways. Yeah, we'll figure it out. You will, you'll be able to differentiate. OK. Yeah. It's just yeah, it's hard for me because I want to be I don't want to be mean because I love them all. They're all entertaining. But there are definitely more that I would rewatch that I enjoyed more. Yeah. You can make it whatever, so. however you want to do it. Like. I'm sorry, but you can't tell me that Floor of the Dark World is going to be in okay, Tier 1. Okay, all right. But there's a lot that will I want in Tier 1. So, anyways, we'll figure, I'll figure it out because I think it's better if you just push me and just say that's what we're doing next week and that's it. That's what we're doing next week. That's what we're doing next week. And then we have our return of movie challenges. Yes. For each other. I know. I'm excited. Mine, mine this week is a movie I haven't watched yet that I really want to, so it's kind of a double... Double oh, good. challenge. Good. So you're going to watch it as well. Yeah. So we can talk about it. Good. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, but yeah, Case, how are you doing? I'm good. Yeah. Had a little me day today. Took a little mental health day and I have to say it was blissful. Um, you know, while I was sitting here, I was thinking to myself, like I took care of Meg for three months because of her leg and I've really like exhausted myself and today just presented an opportunity where I'm caught up at work everyone was gonna be out of the house and I was like I'm just gonna take a me day and I literally like I read and I did yoga and I had a bath at one point and I watched a movie and like I just it was and then I made cookies and a beef stew for you guys and it was good I really needed it so I feel better I feel like I was getting a bit cranky do you think I was getting cranky Mm, not really Mm -hmm. not like I think I was. It's okay if you said yes, because I just feel like I was just edgy. I've been edgier. I was going to say it just like not that much more than usual. Oh, okay. What? Well, that's why I said it that. <laughs> that's why I didn't want to say it, because I thought you would be like, oh, so I'm always like that. No, no, that's fine. No. Yes, no. I have been edgy. It's been a lot the last few months. So I was just had a nice blissful day. And now I go to work tomorrow and it's Friday. I mean, that's pretty great. Yeah, it was five day weeks. I know. I, you know what? I'm just not here for it. I'm not here for it. It's too much. People should not work five days a week. They should work four. It should be more balanced. Ba- life needs to be balanced. You can't get anything done on a weekend. Friday, you're tired because you just worked all week. And then Saturday, you're just kind of trying to do errands to like catch up, like either laundry or I don't know, grocery shop, whatever you're trying to do. And then Sunday, you've got the Sunday scaries come on, right? I don't know. Then you're just trying to get ready for the week. I'm like, that is not a balanced weekend. So how are you doing, Jack? 
I'm the one that's tired today. You're sleepy. Yeah, because I, I was up. Well, I get up every morning, but um, some mornings I go back to bed. The last couple I haven't. Uh, and I was getting ready to go shower. And suddenly here comes strolling down the stairs, 7 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Mm, good morning. Good morning. Here Please, I am. You did drive me to the train, though. So I did. And you, I picked you up today. You, you did. So. Saved me from walking. I know. Big terrible walk i know it's horrible well, i actually do i do like it but if i get the opportunity for a ride i'm not gonna say no that's fair Good. and no train delays today no train delays two days ago it was probably about an hour almost mm. two hours or maybe an hour and a half yeah and then yesterday was half an hour yeah luckily i get to the train station early enough where i wasn't late for class yeah you give yourself that time mm-hmm. only <laughs> a couple weeks left of class nice and then their internship so proud of you and i have like a week off where i can just do nothing oh nice oh before you go to your internship yeah yeah nice. it, it worked out because oh really? i was i was going to start right away and then there was only a certain amount of time i could work so i said why not well i said it in my head why not just push it back a week and then yeah. have a week off nice. kind of rejuvenate recharge maybe get on a like consistent sleep schedule yeah which might not be good if i'm like monday to friday nine to five and then just toss in a saturday where i'm going to bed at like two or three a.m eek yeah because it's like back to work now weddings are back Uh, on i don't know i don't i know this weekend but yeah i don't know beyond that cool maybe i could find something else cool beans you sure should (laughs) okay let's get into these nominations Oh, okay. Um, okay, so I was saying to you before we started that the Oscars, I have to say, weren't, there wasn't anything that was really, like, everything that was nominated for even Best Picture or anything, Best Actor, like, nothing was really, uh, like, shocking. There was a couple of things with Best Actress, um, Penelope Cruz for Parallel Mothers, which I had never even heard of, so I looked it up. Um, it's, I think, I believe it is a foreign film, because uh, there were subtitles, so... Uh, that I hadn't heard of. Um, other than that, uh, people were upset about Lady Gaga not being nominated for House of Gucci. But everything in the best picture, like we've we've all like it's all been talked about. Like it's, you know, Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car. Oh, Drive My Car is a new one. Sorry. Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, West Side Story. So none of those are like what except for maybe Drive My Car, which is, I believe, a Japanese movie so that's pretty cool um i'm really excited to see kristen stewart and spencer though to be nominated for an oscar she must have been pretty good so i'm really excited to see that um i know that's on cineplex so i might do that this weekend i need to my list is huge now of some movies that i have to see because i have seen some of these but i'm still a little bit behind um and then Billie eilish got nominated which i was excited for her song no time to die from the movie no time to die um but she's up against like beyonce lim manuel miranda van morrison and diane warren so i'm that's some pretty heavy hitter songs uh dune got a lot power of the dog got a lot yeah so so the only thing i want to say is the bafta so they come out march they're aired on march 13th and these are the british so basically the british oscars so almost exactly the same stuff only they only have about five of the best 
best film and it's all the ones that we know um but they did nominate for lead actress uh amelia jones who was in coda she was the main girl in coda um which i was really really happy for because this movie really really hit, like you know how much i loved this movie and this girl so she's 19 she is british so she does an american accent and it took her nine months to learn uh sign language and she also had to learn because there's a fishing she, her parents own a fishing boat and she had to learn how to like do all the rigging and all the boat stuff so she really like really put herself into this movie and I'm just happy to see that she got recognized because I feel like sometimes with the Oscars we kind of pick people that are the usual picks like the usual like oh like sometimes they don't go outside of the box of Right. Because like we have Jessica Chastain, who I love, but Olivia Coleman, she's been nominated before Nicole Kidman. Like it's it's the same kind of like people. It's like Meryl Streep. And, you know, so it's like kind of nice to see like, OK, there are other people out there doing really great work. I know it's hard because there's so much great work and whatever. But yeah, so that's all I really have to say about the Oscars. And they are the end of March, I believe, March 27th. Yeah. Sunday, March 27th. And then the BAFTAs are the 13th. So March is a great month, I got to say. I'm really looking forward to March. March is going to be a really good month. I know, month. right? There's a couple birthdays, so we're going to have some fun weekends. And I get a March break. You get you start your intern. Like I just feel like it's like it's going to be a good month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then it'll just lead, lead into the summer. Yes. I hate April. That's the only thing. I hate April usually, but... I oh, see. April's always good for good for me. Oh, because it's sports. Oh, I, w- I actually wasn't even gonna say sports. I was gonna say it's the end of school. Oh yeah, for me. Yeah. I just don't like the weather. April's like always because then allergy season's starting. It's like slushy, dirty and stuff. Like once the like buds start coming and everything kind of comes back to life, then I'm okay. But yeah, April's dicey. You just never know. Could be snowing. Could be nice. Anyways, that's it. Uh, I guess this is this is the time that everyone's been waiting for. Lay it on us, Lord of the Rings. No, Deadpool. No, Deadpool. Everyone's gonna, everyone. Tyler, I watched Deadpool. Um, it was it was really good. I'm I wasn't. I know we made jokes before that I was gonna find a way not to like it. I I do have some. I don't mm-hmm. even want to say issues with it, but just for what it was it was great it hit every note it was funny it was gory it was crude and rude and it it hit it checked all of those boxes for me right my problem was more of just like the plot yeah it just to me was lacking something and maybe i'm just thinking of it too intently that i needed it to be this spectacular like i'm not saying it because i mean i love superhero movies and none of the plots are ever like these like intricate and like right right ever winding stories but it was just like i guess very to the point and ryan reynolds is hilarious tj miller is really funny in it so funny like the the story you go on the journey is is pretty cool like i don't i don't really have anything like bad to say about it but it also wasn't like spectacular right 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 i'm glad i watched it i don't know if i'm like dying to watch the second one like i i will probably eventually watch it yeah but it wasn't like oh i have to see the second one right but i'm also glad i watched it um i think they're making a deadpool 3 too aren't they probably and because 
I think it would have been after even the second one that Disney bought Fox. So a lot of people think Deadpool will be a part of the MCU in some way. Mm, okay. I mean, the easiest way you do that is Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. But I'm also worried that movie is going to get like too much, especially off the heels of Spider-Man, that everyone's going to go, well, this person's this person. Because someone saw like a leaked from like, remember Cineplex did it last during before Spider-Man that it was like, Oh, Tobey Maguire and Andrew mm-hmm. Garfield are in it. They have it for this one, too. And it's like Tom Cruise is in it. And it was all the Spider-Man and all the Spider-Man villains. And it's like, it's a little too much. Right, right. Which was the perfect thing about Spider-Man. It was the perfect amount. Because I feel like we can talk about it now. Well, like, I feel like if people haven't seen it now, then that's... That's kind of on you. Like, it, it, it has like been a it's while. It's been like almost two months. So get on it. Like, it was the perfect amount of like fan service right of bringing those characters back well it made it made sense like it wasn't just like uh like it just here that here they are like it had a purpose of having them there right it wasn't just uh okay i don't know let's just bring them in kind of thing right it felt it felt prepared natural and like yeah it made sense when they release the blu-ray i want to find out if they're going to release the stuff on like streaming services but there's like a few deleted scenes oh nice and one of them or if, yeah, i think it's a few of them are the three spider-man together oh okay that's pretty dope uh so that but also i guess the other thing about the, like doctor strange is that it is the multiverse like exploding so maybe it will be a bunch of those like little cameos of like, right. Look, here's Tom Cruise's Iron Man. Here's Chris Evans, but he's not Captain America. He's Human Torch. And okay. Kind of stuff like that. Yeah. But even that could take away from the story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to get too confusing. I feel like we just like simple stories, but. Mm-hmm. So yeah, overall, I, I gave Deadpool an 8.1 out of 10. Okay. That's pretty good for you because you're, you're a hard critic. And it was, so it is rated R, obviously. Um, And it is the third highest rated R movie of all time. And number two is Deadpool 2. And number one is Joker. Like the Mm. Joaquin Phoenix Joker. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I really liked Vanessa in it. Like the girlfriend. Mm -hmm. I thought she played a really good part like she was just as feisty and like she wasn't like a damsel in distress yeah you know how much i hate that like she you know when she grabbed like buck's private parts and was like say the magic word fat gandalf like they had so many funny lines in that movie like it would be it's it's almost like it goes so fast and it's so witty you'd have to like Mm -hmm. kind of see it again and again just to get all the jokes because sometimes it is hard right like to get it all but yeah um yeah, and I like that they start the movie. It kind of starts in, like, the middle. So it's not the end. We're not doing, like, a Pulp Fiction. Yeah. kind of starts in the middle of it, and then we kind of go back. We see how he became that, and then it ends, right, with him trying to get Vanessa back. And, yeah, we get, like, the, the little shaved head girl. and Yeah, the moody, edgy teenager or whatever. <laughs> yeah. There is a lot of, like, and I, I like the fourth wall break and... That kind of that kind of stuff. I yeah. think it did a really good job with that. Yeah, it was good. Um, I like when he was with the bad guy and he was like, "You have something in your teeth." Like he was such a little shit. Yeah. And it's just I don't know. I love that kind of humor, so I think it's just a super entertaining show. But but when we were watching it, Dad and I were laughing way more than you were. Like you weren't. I'm a not laugh. a. I'm not a laugh out loud really person. You're not an LOL. No, I'm not an LOLer. 
I am. Like, I just, I think it's just more, and this might sound like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I just, I guess I just, like, appreciate comedy more than, like, laughing out loud. or just kind of like a, oh, that's funny. Like, that's good, right. Especially, like, really good jokes I'll hold on to, and then, like, I'll quote them back and be like, oh, I loved this joke from this. Right, right. But yeah, but in the moment, I'm not a big... LOLer. Yeah. yeah. I was cool. laughing, though, at, I don't want to say at my girlfriend, but as we're watching it and it's like that first sequence when there's just like 12 bullets and it's going through people's skulls and there's decapitations and I could just see her like kind of flinching and like, Oh, because she had seen that movie. This girl who had seen like five movies when you met her, she barely seen any and that happened to be one of them that she'd seen. And it wasn't even, and she told me she's like, it wasn't even like I went to the movie theater, watched it with friends. She's like, I just watched it by myself one day. Wow. Yeah. That's, random but i was laughing at her and then i was told i wasn't allowed to look at her no not allowed to do that fair enough um i love uh, tj miller plays the weasel and i love this line i have to hold it up so don't he's like um so ryan reynolds deadpool comes into the bar and he's like guy came in here looking for you real grim reaper type don't know might further the plot like i like that kind of you know like he's almost like he's talking to the audience of like yeah, let's move this plot along of this movie, right? Or at the end when he's like, pick up all your... St-, when he Deadpool, well, Ryan Reynolds is like, pick up all your stuff out of the, out of the movie theater. And he's like, don't leave all the stuff nah. there. And They do a little Ferris Bueller. Yeah, yeah. I know, it's good. All right. And then even in the in, at the end of that, he's like, oh, we're going to have like Cable, this other villain. He's like, I don't know who's playing them yet, but we'll figure that out. Yeah, I got it. Ended up being Josh Brolin. Yeah, I like Ryan Reynolds' humor for sure. That's like, it's like a Vince Vaughn, Brian Reynolds. Like to me, they all have kind of that Bateman. same. Yeah, Bateman. They have that same kind of humor that is definitely my favorite. Like it's very witty, off the cuff, dry, sarcastic. Like I like all of that. There's nothing better than like a witty person though, right? But I feel like Ryan Reynolds is like that like anyway. Like not just script wise. Like I feel like he's like that on talk shows. and. Yeah, my favorite Ryan Reynolds tweet of all time is uh, my daughter sneezed in my mouth and laughed and seemed pretty proud of herself. I think there's a swear in there somewhere. And he's like, joke's on her. She's going to have to bury me one day. <laughs> yeah. Or like him and Blake Lively oh, they will have the always best. like post each other on Instagram like for their birthday, but they'll like crop each other out or pick a really bad picture <laughs> yeah. of each other. Yeah. They're a good couple. They're really cute. Like, they seem pretty down-to-earth and fun. And I love the story of how they got together, too. I guess they had done that movie together. What was it? Green Lantern, which they even make jokes about that. Like, just don't make my costume green. (laughs) Right. Like, it it is so good that they're self-aware. Like, I've never heard Ben Affleck talk about his version of Daredevil. Right, right. We just kind of push that to the side. We just don't talk about it. No. Yeah, they had done that movie. And then I guess they had stayed friends and then they met up somewhere and they were both like they went on a double date, like not with each other, but they both had their own people or whatever. And I guess she just said like, it was just we were just him and I were so connected in these other they just kind of forgot they had dates there. And then that was kind of it. So I wonder who the other two people I were. know, right? I thought the same thing. Like, she's what if dated it's people some, we know? Because she's dated some heavy hitters. Like, she dated, like, Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, she dated a few people. She dated Jeter? I don't think so. I'm not even thinking of Minka Kelly. Yeah. He really dated a lot of people. It's well, hard. he has, like, a whole, like, baseball team. Yeah, it's hard. He gets They get a gift basket and everything once they leave. Does he? I don't think he did that with them. Like with no, people he dated, I think it's just more of like maybe a get a car up. or something. Oh, 
you well, get a gift basket if it's a hookup and if it's a relationship maybe you get something bigger i don't know it's all right scarlett johansson probably sent her car back then yeah that it's okay i have the guy who hosts weekend update there you go i liked the commercial you sent me for amazon oh like, it was so funny i think like it's a, about i think it's a super bowl I, I hate they, that they released them I before. Know. Why are you releasing it? It's so funny. It's really, it's cute. Mm-hmm. Really, really cute. I know. And then she used to be married to Ryan Reynolds. Very. Wow. I know. That's weird how we got there. I know. How it kind of circled back. It really did, right? I know. All right. But let's let's skirt this car and hard left turn <laughs> into Lord of the Rings. Yeah. 2001, Peter Jackson. Every time I see Peter Jackson, I always want to say Percy Jackson. Percy, yeah. Percy Jackson and the Olympians, the right. lightning thief. Uh, this is Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring, and it's about Hobbit Frodo, who Frodo Baggins, mm-hmm. who inherits the One Ring, uh, and as the Ring Bearer, he must destroy it in the fires of Mount Doom, where it was made. Right. Along with his eight friends, eight companions. That's kind of how it ends, right? Is that they have to go and do that. Well, maybe not ends, like three quarters of the way through. But it's the whole point of like, why was this ring even made? This is what I want to know. I know the guy made it because he wanted the ultimate power. But it's so cliche of like, okay, everyone gets a ring. But now I'm going to make one that like trumps all of your rings. Because he made what, eight of them? or He made like... Quite a few. Yeah, like he here you guys get one and you guys get one and then and then it goes it, he i don't know at the very beginning he gets chopped off his hand so then and then what's his name Gollum. uh Ga- well oh bilbo baggins gets the ring no but first gap it is it is uh Gollum. Gollum. Gollum has it for 300 years or something and then bilbo finds it and then he has it for quite a while, 300 years. I don't know. Yeah. And then I don't know leaves it to Frodo. Leaves it to Frodo. He goes off on an adventure. And then Gandalf shows up, who we love, Gandalf. Yeah. He's the cool wizard with the, like white hair. He is really cool. I think He's my, so bigg- cool. my biggest takeaway, big time smoker. Yeah. Like just always had a pipe. Always had a pipe going. Like for the majority of the movie. Yeah. He always looks like, not doom and gloom, but like. So, so intense right like he's like oh and then he knows that bilbo got caught and is like uh, was tortured and and then said the that shire Gollum was Gollum was Gollum was and said baggins shire shire so, so then he knew. knows so gandalf's like you gotta go so then he goes and then we we meet i was gonna say frodo. so then frodo goes and then he's with sam and then mary and pippin Right. Those mm-hmm. are all his friends. Yeah. Sam is played by Sean Astin. So that was fun because he was very my like 80s kind of, you know, he was really big in the 80s. So yeah, do I want me to go through like the big names of this cast? I couldn't believe this cast. But then I was trying to think to myself. Yes. In a second. But it this was also 2001. So were they as big then? No, right. Not. That's what I was thinking. I was like, yeah, it's a huge cast now. But in 2001, like this is over 20 years ago. These probably were just all up and comers. They, you wouldn't if, if this was if this movie was made today, you think, oh, wow, this is some like not superhero, but some like big time, big director movie. Yeah, it's crazy. OK, go hit us. Uh, Elijah Wood, who has weirdly become like one of the lesser known people yeah and he's like the main character yeah uh vigo mortensen oh love him uh orlando bloom yeah who's just kind of always there and he's not in a lot of this 
this one, he's no. more at the end, but I know he's in further movies, but this one, he's just more at the end. Yeah, Sean Astin, who we already said. Yeah. Sir Ian McKellen. Yes. Gandalf. Gandalf. R.I.P. R.I.P. He died? Ian McKellen? Oh. I'm pretty sure. That sucks. <laughs> it, it does. I'll look. You just keep saying. Uh, Andy Serkis, who's Gollum, who I don't think you see in this. I'm pretty sure we didn't see him. We, we just hear him. We saw him for like... 30 seconds when he was in that in his little thing in his like home or whatever and he was like hunched over and okay. but only as because they were telling a story not yeah. because of yeah uh hugo weaving hugo weaving which one's that um i can't remember which character he was now there's a lot of it's a lot of a lot of names to remember yeah hugo weaving you would recognize him when i show you a picture of him. this guy Oh, yeah, yeah. Isn't he's at he, the very beginning. Isn't he Red Skull? Hey, he's Red Skull from Captain America. Dude, he's still alive. Ian McKellen is? Yeah. It doesn't say dead. Oh, I thought he died. Yeah, I was like, dude, I don't think he died. Oh, I was thinking of, because I was confused, Gandalf and Dumbledore, the guy who played Dumbledore passed away. Oh, okay. Like when they were doing the Harry Potter movies. Okay. Uh, Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. So beautiful. I love Liv. She was so huge. She was so huge in every, like, I just love everything about her. I think she's stunning, and I think I love the way she talks, and I just love her. Yeah. I really want to redact my RIP to Ian McCallum. I know. I really took it. Took a turn. I was like, I'm pretty sure he's not dead, but uh Sean Bean, who's the MVP uh, of this movie. MVP, man. Kai always gets killed. And this is like the Spoiler, most like, sorry. The most like heroic death ever. I know. Where <laughs> like he gets hit by an arrow and he's like, oh, uh, I can't, I can't. And then he starts fighting again. And he's yeah. like, gets hit with another arrow and like yeah, oh, I no. can't, I can't, <laughs> and starts fighting again, and gets hit with a third arrow and finally like goes down. Yeah. But then Vigo comes in and saves, saves the day. Yeah. Yeah. And then Kate Blanchett, who's only like. She's in. not in it much. Um, God, she just looks. Yeah. It is such a crazy cast. Like it is. Yeah. It's pretty entertaining in that way of just seeing everybody. Yeah. So then they all get together. And so like the Frodo has now the ring or whatever, and they all get together. And then there's like Vigo's there and Orlando Bloom and all the people that he you said. And they decide, okay, this ring has to be thrown in that fire thing. So he is, so he, Frodo's like, I'll, I'll go do it. And then like eight of them go off. And then that's kind of the end of the movie. Like, it's like, it's kind of like the setup movie. Right. But if you are like me, I don't, I don't feel invested to see what happens because I do know in one of the movies, he has a chance to throw it in the fire and he decides not to, because like the power of like this ring or whatever so it goes on for like four movies or whatever right so uh, i don't know i just don't so the you would think how long lord of the rings is you would think it's like this big franchise that gets close to double digit movies there's three yeah oh i thought there was four wow yeah and then they did the hobbit which is a prequel oh right right okay and they did these three movies in three consecutive years Wow, that's a lot. I can't even imagine that workload for those actresses, right? And actors. I guess the good thing is because it's an ensemble, except for maybe Elijah Wood and like them, whatever, you probably wouldn't work like a ton, but. Mm -hmm. But I was thinking more of like the editors and like people doing CGI and stuff. Yeah, that is true. I didn't think of that. You don't get much of a break. No. Like they were probably working on the second one, like probably pretty deep into production of the second one while still editing the first one oh i was gonna say maybe like while it's premiering right right yeah yeah 
I don't know. It's a lot of work. I mean, it's like Papa's favorite movies. He loves them. And I wish I felt that same love for them. I just um, like I'm glad we watched it and it's, you know, entertaining and whatnot. But yeah, not for me. Yeah. CGI, not so great. Also, it's like early 2000s. So it's hard to compare it to movies now, but it just that's not great. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't hold up well. Uh, The ring, just an invisibility ring. Right. You could just disappear. <laughs> just disappear. Uh, the editing was also really confusing, especially in like fights and stuff. It was just very disorienting, kind mm-hmm. of Marvel-like. Remember we were like, why am I, why do I feel like I'm, because we watched it together and I was like, why do I feel like I'm like getting dizzy, right? It was a little bit, yeah. Um, I don't know what, I, I just wrote Big Wand to Explore. Hmm. I love when we have that kind of stuff, and it's just like, where? What is this? I don't know if of what I meant to say, <laughs> like big wind. I, I, I have no idea. I just wanted to say that because I don't know what. You don't know what. Uh, there was a troll and like took an absolute beating. Yeah. That was like the giant, the giant troll. Oh yeah, yeah. Because like the, everyone's like shooting at it and stabbing it, and it's just it took forever for it to die. Yeah. Well, when you're that big. Uh-huh. Uh, there was what I thought was the Mandela effect, which because everybody knows mm. the Gandalf line of like, you shall not pass. He does say it, but it's not the first thing he says. Oh, OK. It's you cannot pass. And then something, something, and then you shall not pass. Right. So, so like, like, it's like a half Mandela effect. Yeah. Where it's not the only thing he says. Right. But right. he does say it. He says that for you sure. You shall not pass. And uh, Gandalf is like the perfect comparable, I thought, for maybe someone that's what I call myself like a mainstream nerd. So mm-hmm. like I like Star Wars, Marvel, like yeah. pretty like basic stuff. It's Gandalf pulls off the Ben Kenobi where it's just like the sacrifice in front of the main character and it's right. this big emotional moment. But he knew what he had to do. And also Is like, he for sure dead? No. No. Because he falls down that thing. like into the thing. And but... he, he does come back. Yeah. Spoiler um yeah that's lord of the rings that's it our movie challenge is complete thank yeah. you tyler that I'll, took up a whole year of podcasting I really that was did. amazing now we gotta figure out movies to give each other now it's like real work this was just like a fun little let's pull a movie no it's good i'm excited yeah different challenge different challenge but let us get into this episode or this segment of the signatures, which is the first time or child actors. Yes. How would you like to break this down? Well, I feel like you go, you do two and I'll do one or something because you have way more than I do. Okay. Well, and we might have similar ones. I was going to say, I'm worried that these first two that I have written down because I tried to make it even between actors and actresses. Nice. At first, I was like, oh, I can't find, like, any actresses. And then by the end, I was like, oh, I don't have enough spots for the, <laughs> for the dudes. For the dudes. Um, so the first two I had was Edward Norton, Primal Fear. Yeah, I have that one. And I know 1,000% you have Natalie Portman for Leon the Professional. I sure do. Yes. Uh, Edward Norton, though, I because he was older... I feel like, well, I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's hard to compare, so we won't compare them. Edward Norton, though, in Primal Fear with Richard Gere is so outstanding. And then I feel bad for him because then I think, like, how is he ever, how is he ever going to do anything else and be as successful? 
And yet he does. He's just, he's just one of those actors. And I think a lot of it for him, for me with watching him, first of all, I think he's super underrated. And I also feel like because we don't know anything really, he keeps his personal life very personal. Excuse me. He is, you believe his characters because we don't have all this side stuff that we're bringing, he's bringing into characters of like, he's dating this person or whatever, you know, like we know so little about him. And I think that's really important for actors and actresses. Um, so I think it's one of the best performances, especially as a first time you're going up against Richard, Richard Gere, who was really big at the time. It's a very demanding role. Like you're paying, playing like kind of a psycho. So, well, he is a psycho. He's a complete sociopath. So, and he plays it brilliantly. And then Natalie Portman. Was Was she 12? Mm, Probably, probably around that age. But yeah, she's Matilda Leona Professional. Probably out of all the movies I hadn't seen in the top 100, it was probably one of my favorites. Yeah, it's a great movie. Mm -hmm. Super entertaining. And like, I want to say like a simple story, but I don't mean like simple. Like, I just mean like, it's just, it was so well executed that you didn't need a lot of other intricacies. Yeah. Like it was just a story about an assassin and this little girl. And she is. I mean, she's just so incredible. What a little, what a little powerhouse she is. She's actually on. She's not on my list, but she's in a movie that is on my list. Oh, like of me to watch? No, of well, actually, I did put it on the list once I thought of this movie. But one of the movies that she's in, there's a little girl in it that I put on my list because I thought she was incredible. Uh, another couple, Alan Rickman. Oh yeah. Yeah, Die Hard. Die Hard, I saw that. For yeah. that being your first, like, big major role. And I, it's like, how old was he? My goodness. Man, like, he yeah, probably would have been in, like, his 30s, I would say. Good for him. I love when I see stuff like that because everyone seems to think you have to get into Hollywood at such a young age, right? And you don't have to. No, and the same goes with Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah. 12, 12 Years a slave. slave. That's your first role? Like, that's incredible. It's heavy. That's heavy. And, like, she's just so... I mean, phenomenal. I just like, how do you, how do you get plucked like that? Like it's the chances, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that movie, but I could, I don't know if I could have watched it again. Yeah, it is. It is in that category of yeah. movies that are good, but y- you're, you're good. Once you're done. I got it. Got what you needed. Out <laughs> I of got it. it. Yeah. It's hard on my heart. Uh, Mark Hamill, Star Wars. Star Wars. I think, like, almost that whole cast, though. Carrie Fisher, yeah, no? Uh, Harrison Ford, I think, did Indiana Jones. Yeah. Like, the first one right before. God, he's done so many crazy movies, eh? And who doesn't love Haley Steinfeld? In True Grit. Yeah. I know. I saw her on the list. I love her. No, people didn't like her, like her on uh, Hawkeye, though. What? Why? I don't know. They just found her a little bit annoying. She's a kid. I know. She's I know. going to be annoying. Yeah. If you want her to be this perfect polished person, that's just not what characters are. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Sydney Sweeney. I, I still hate that. Like, although the episode this week was absolutely wild and her world is about to explode in that show. Euphoria, we're talking about, just in case. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know it's why. okay. It's okay. Just having your back there. Thank you. Um, I guess I just keep going. Uh, I can do one now. Okay. Because you seem to have the list that I looked at as well. So I think we'll have more the same. Um, okay. So the one I want to talk about is Natalie Portman is in this movie called Brothers. Have you ever seen this movie? 
Okay, so it's Tobey Maguire, Jake Gyllenhaal, and her. She is married to Tobey Maguire, and Jake Gyllenhaal plays the brother of Tobey Maguire. Brothers. They're brothers. That's why it's called brothers. Because they're brothers. Because they're brothers. But not in real life. No. Just in the movie. Just in the movie. Got it. Okay. You're all caught up? Yeah. Okay. So, and Jake Gyllenhaal plays like this ex-con, like he's kind of a... I don't know what you want to call him. Like, he's just like a... A brother. He's the brother of Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire goes to war, and he is presumed dead. She's devastated. Natalie Portman is devastated. I can see where this is going. Okay. The brother, the ex-con brother... Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. He kind of starts picking up the pieces. Anyways, there is two little girls in this movie... I don't know the other one. I'm so sorry. But the one is Bailey Madison, who is, Mm. yes, honest to God, if you do not, you, I put this movie on the list because I figured you hadn't seen it, but there is a scene with her and they're at the dinner table and she's crying and yelling about something. And it is beyond like, you're just like, I don't know how this little girl's doing this. Like there are tears running down her face and she's mad and she's crying and It was one of those movies that I had to like when I like the movie's great and it's good. But like she is a scene scene stealer and I had to look her up because I was like, who is this kid? Like that is some of the best acting I've ever seen from a little one. Mm -hmm. It's great. Anyway, so I did put it on my list for you, but it's not this week's challenge. Oh, okay. Um, Dev Patel, his first was Slumdog. It was both of theirs, I think, actually him and uh, I can't remember her name. You saw that movie? I did. I feel that didn't, how that did not sound like confident. I, th- I think it's just because I don't want to. <laughs> so you're telling me so to put it on my list? And, uh, it's so good. It is such a good movie. I've seen like pieces of it. I've, <sighs> seen, like, the, I've seen like the ending. Like not like the Bollywood ending, but like the on the game show or whatever. Right. That's seen too that. bad. It's such a good movie. It's a really good one. It's really well done. Dev Patel. I'll never know. Uh, Emma Watson, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Just, and to me, like, as much as you could put the other ones, I think uh, Daniel Radcliffe had been in something before, but just the character that Hermione is, and especially, it's so cool to watch them grow up together, and to me, Hermione and Emma Watson is just, like, the best character acted character right right like whole franchise she's a really strong powerful woman and i think she's emma watson is also that for hollywood and it's just cool to see it on screen and off right man she doesn't need no acting no she's just like an activist now yeah she came came back for little women yeah now we'll just now we'll just off in the wind yeah gotta do what makes you happy um, so one I have is in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, there is a girl, Julia Butters, who plays Trudy Frazier, and she is in a scene with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you remember when he's trying to do a scene and this little girl is sitting with him? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. She is phenomenal because she's so she's acting. Well, first they're sitting on the on the porch waiting for their scene and then she has to act in the act in the movie while she's acting do you know what i mean like it's like she's in this once upon a time in hollywood but then she's within that movie she's in another movie being filmed yeah and isn't it like because once they're not in the film inside the film she's like this like 
you got to pick up your confidence or whatever. Yeah. But like in the scene, isn't she like, like scared? She's scared and she plays such a good job. And then they yell cut and she turn and she whispers to Leo's character. You were phenomenal or you did such a good job or something. But it, she's going to be, I feel like she's one to watch for sure. She really stood out to me. Like I, well, I enjoyed the movie, but that was one of those moments where I was like, wow, that girl. Incredible. Um, Jason Schwartzman, mm-hmm. Rushmore, Rushmore, love Rushmore, favorite yeah. Wes Anderson movie. Um, Kirsten Dunst. I originally had an interview with a vampire, but then I looked it up to double check because a lot of these I wanted to make sure. Yeah, and there's some kind of give or take with like, well, they were like in something, but they weren't like a credited role or something. Right, right. Uh, so it's been really bad benefit of the vanties oh okay i'm gonna look it up just to something of the vanties oh i feel like i know what that is um oh i feel like when you're gonna say it i'm gonna be like yes i know exactly what movie you're talking about oh it's uh power of the no no power Uh, of the dog yeah her and jesse plumens eh because they're married well together in real life and they both got nominated for oscars for that movie um, bonfire bonfire of the vanny of no that might be it that probably is i feel like it's something like that she also has like a separate wikipedia page for um yeah bonfire of the vanties yeah because she was in new york <laughs> stories but her role is lisa's daughter so mm. gonna... i figured that it was gonna be the vampire movie interview Inter- with a vampire yeah sorry me keeping you up <laughs> Um, I put Jennifer Lawrence on my list. Winter's Bone. I didn't have that. Okay. Um, I don't know if this was like her first, first role, but I remember watching the movie and it's a pretty slow movie and there's not really a lot going on. And for some reason, I remember being like, wow, that girl is really incredible. Like she was really like magnetic on the screen. And I remember thinking like, she's definitely going to go places. And I was right. Good, good prediction there. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Tom Holland's first role, The Impossible. The Impossible. Oh my God, that movie. Oh wow, that movie gets me, because it's a true story about the tsunami that hit at Christmas time in Thailand. No, I'm not sure where it was. And it's like a true story of the this what happened to this one family, and they all got split. And he's so he's so so good in this movie when he reunites. Spoiler, but when he reunites with his brothers, it is like gut wrenching that scene. Like when they're screaming their names and they're like running to each other. Oh, ooh, he's a good. He's a really good. He was in Billy Elliot. Like he's he's a really good actor. Like I think people forget because he's Spider Man that he is actually like. A really good actor. Yeah, he's almost convincing me to go see Uncharted. Oh, I will 100% go with you. Because it'll just be like a fun action movie. Yeah, it's I just want to go to the movies, too. Based on a PlayStation game. I just want to go to the movies. Like, I will go see that. Okay. I just want to go to the movies. Do you know when it comes out? Um, February 18th. Actually? I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's like, wow, you said that so confidently. It's like around there, though. It might be around Family Day weekend. I also, I also got a, an email for Batman tickets. Oh, okay, yeah. I did not. Early March. I just oh. don't know if anyone, not that no one will go with me, but I don't know who would want to see it. Right. I'm sure my friends actually would probably go see it. 
know, but I don't. I'm not trying to like discount you. I just didn't think you'd want to see it. It's Robert Pattinson. I eh? he's supposed to be really good in it. Um, I'll see. Because I feel like if you're going to movies that I want to see, then I have to return the favor. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I'm just gonna put these two together. But Tatum O'Neill for Paper, Paper Moon. Paper Moon. Who won yes. the Oscar for supporting? Yes, and she youngest was, still. Yeah, she's like eleven. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, still the youngest. Uh, she was in the movie with her dad, I believe. Yeah. And Anna Paquin for the piano. Yeah. She was ten, nominated, didn't win. Right. But still, right. like you're getting nominated for Oscars, and you're under. You're not even a teenager yet. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. No, it's pretty crazy. Anna Paquin was. Yeah, she was really big at one point. Now she's just kind of. I don't know not doing the doing a different thing um i have dakota fanning do you have her i do for i am sam so she plays sean penn's daughter and sean penn is like um developmentally delayed and she plays the daughter and she has some really incredible scenes and then it's one of those moments when you see her and you're like this kid is gonna be amazing and guess what she is amazing Uh, even i had it as tomcat's Oh okay. I think it was I think it was a smaller role, but oh, okay. there's still this gravity that I know this might come off a little mean, but it's something that I don't think she'll ever have again because like when she was a kid she was so captivating that now it's almost trying to live up to that expectation you set as a kid. Yeah. The only thing I will say is she has a movie coming out on one of my favorite books, The Nightingale. I think I've talked about it on here before. Like Florence? Uh, no, it's um, Kristen Hanna is the author, Nightingale, and it, it's about two sisters in World War Two, and they both kind of take different paths. And it's the two sisters are playing it. Al and Dakota are playing it. And literally when when you because I read it, I read it, uh, rewrote, reread it last year. Um, and when you read it, it is that is exactly what you think, because Al um, Fanning is going to play the more. Um, I don't want to give anything away. Let's just say Dakota plays more of the house, the the mom, the house. You know, she's still doing stuff for the war, but in a different way than Al Fanning's a little more out there. I'm really excited to see that because I think they'll be really good at that. Yeah. I don't know. And I, I think that she's done that. Yeah, she's still done a few things that I think are good. Anyways. I don't think she's like bad. No, I know. It is hard when you're like she was so like she's so cute. She was just like this little blonde little cute little thing, right? Yeah. And then she's like in once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah. That is hard to do that crossover. I think Zendaya's done a great job when you go from like Disney to you know, crossing over from like a child into like now I want to be an adult actor must be really challenging like you have to vi- you have to pick your roles very carefully when you're doing that switch over so as a day is only it was only like her second movie was spider-man yeah she had like a disney channel original yeah no she's she's made some really bold choices uh i had sean astin for the goonies goonies and macaulay culkin for home, home alone. alone yeah I thought I felt like those two together, kind of like the, well, not and you said Sean Astin was the one you grew up with. Not that Macaulay, eighties, nineties, yeah. Not that Macaulay Culkin wasn't the one I grew up with, but I feel like that's another. That's like the era right after yours. Yeah, grew up with Macaulay Culkin. It's very classic, like Home Alone's that classic 
Christmas movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you have any? I have one more. I have Jacob Tremblay for Room. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if this was like his first role, but I will say that was it was the most impactful where once you saw it, you were like, yeah, this kid is off the charts. Like a hard, hard subject. And he was very young and he nailed it. And he was he was believable. And he was it was really good. The scene where this scene where the mom where he's in the cop car and the mom comes running out is still like haunts me sometimes. It was just so well executed by Brie Larson and him like it wasn't because that's a hard scene. It could be really over the top and it could look not realistic. And they just did such a good job. So Jacob Tremblay. I think he's Canadian too, isn't he? I'm pretty sure. Mm. Even uh, the kid. I didn't have this one, but the kid in Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. That was his first movie. Or even his friend. Yeah. Love his friend. I was going to say Jacob Tremblay. Now I think of him as he was in that movie with the two other kids. Yeah. Yeah. That, did you ever watch that one? Kids. I think it was called. No, it wasn't called Kids. Sorry. It was one. Of, it was like a one word or something. Yeah. Yeah. But it's all like sexual and stuff. It's kind of weird. Kind of weird. When it's like about kids and they're like finding tampons. It's like, yeah, you shove it up your butthole <laughs> nice. to prevent them to stop babies from coming out. Nice. <laughs> so that was her. That's my list. Sorry. Uh, Jennifer Hudson's first movie was Dream Girls. Dream Girls, yeah. Played a singer. She was a singer and then became like an actress and won an, I believe she won an Oscar for it. She was definitely nominated anyway. I, I, I think she won, but. Hmm, that's a good, that's a good like trivia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Hemsworth is for Star Trek. He was in other things before, but this was like his big break, I guess. I wonder if he'll ever do a movie, though, where he's not like a dreamboat. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard because he's so good looking. Like, I wonder if if like if are you just going to ride through Hollywood just doing the movies that you're being casted for? Like that dreamboat, good body kind of guy. Or does he want to do, I don't know, more serious or more challenging roles? Like, I always wonder that if you're just getting typecast. I feel like he is, but it's also like. I would say one of my favorite performances he ever did was the remake of um, um, what's the one where in the original one it's like the Russians take over like with Charlie Sheen. Oh yes, Red Dawn. Red Dawn. That remake was really good. That was really good. Like he was really good in that he movie. He was, but again, he's playing like the same kind of character. Kind of the same character where he's just like the leader of this. Like look at me with my guns and. Even, but that was a really good movie. Even um, Extraction? Was that the Netflix one? I hadn't watched that yet, but I saw pieces of it. My girlfriend's dad was watching it. Oh, okay. The Netflix, the Netflix one? I feel like I watched it, but I feel like it was just like guns. and. Yeah, yeah. there was a lot of shooty stuff. Yeah. Um, Selena Gomez, Spy Aww, Kids 3. Selena. Again, not in it much, but she's there. Aw, I love my little Selena. Uh, apparently Gal Gadot's was Fast and Furious. Oh like yeah, two thousand nine. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to think about what uh, Emma Stone. I don't know if it was super bad, but one of the articles I said I read said that. I feel like it was, from what I. It's definitely again. It was like the big break. Like you, like Can her you and Jennifer imagine Lawrence. that is your first movie is super bad. Like one of the best comedies ever made. And you happen to like be with Jonah Hill. And like I know they weren't like popular then. And Michael Sarah and like whatever. But, but still, like in, it's one of those like hindsight where 
you think of like the main i guess you could say five people yeah where it's emma stone jonah hill bill Hader, seth rogan michael Sarah. even like christopher christopher mintz palace isn't like as popular anymore right. but like still you would recognize them you'd be for like sure oh, it's mclovin for sure oh my god yeah that's crazy if that's your first movie uh johnny depp's nightmare on elm street nice and i wanted to finish this off Mm -hmm. in a transition into our movie challenge oh fun okay because elsie fisher who was in the movie eighth grade eighth grade did you see that i didn't but is that gonna be my movie you're gonna watch it now nice i did see that on the list and i was like i 100 percent think jack is gonna yeah say it's bo burnham directed it yeah who we love don't we do i do i don't know if do you yeah i love him like a promising young woman yes he's playing larry bird in an hbo show oh that's a good one he's big um so yeah eighth grade will be your movie challenge elsie fisher asked um in order to do i can't remember what the order of events was but she wanted to do her school play and do the movie okay so i'm pretty sure it worked out that she managed to do both oh nice I just think it's a good and it's a good conversation about like anxiety and especially growing up in the social media era and uh, being like worrying about like body image and kind mm-hmm. of stuff. I, it deals with like real stuff. Right. Right. And but I find he does that. Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it doesn't it's it's about being in eighth grade, but it's really about like growing up. And I also love because he talked about it's it's you're going to see her, but it, you could really just think of it as yourself like growing up everybody's kind of awkward in their own ways right right that's good all right i'm excited where can i I watch it netflix thank you and i watched it when it came out but i haven't seen it for a while so i want to rewatch it oh you're gonna watch it with me i'll watch it with you oh if we can find time we're so busy tomorrow okay we'll see well you gotta go to work tomorrow work weird (laughs) that's so weird okay my movie for you and this is going to come as no shock because it's all I've talked about for weeks and weeks, will be Coda. Uh, Why? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just, Don't say that. No. It's really good. It's on Apple. I think you'll really like it. But you have to watch it. I'm going to watch it. No, but it. like you have to watch it with your eyes because it's sign language. So you have to read the like titles and stuff. So you can't like be on your phone or... I'm not zipping through. I don't. I don't go on my phone during movies. Okay. That is not. That is not my thing. I'm more of a zipper than anything. Yeah. You don't need to zip this movie. It's good. Coda. Okay. Coda, eighth grade. Nice. We'll have some good chats then. And we're doing the Marvel tier. What a good show next week. Tune in. Marvel tier list. Case, you got anything else? I got nothing else. All right. Then besides that, we'll see you next time. Bye.